Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Hello, hello, guys. It's Devin Simone. And I'm Devon Rogers, and this is MTV's official challenge podcast. We back! Woo, woo! We are here. So glad. I know you guys were glad to hear Tori and Anissa. We told y'all it's a foursome, okay? <laughs> all right? They're here. They're still in the family. It's not either or. It's all of us. So glad that they're back in the mix. So glad that we are here with you guys yes. and excited to talk about this week's episode Woo. and really excited about this week's guest. But before we reveal to you who this week's guest is, um, let's talk a little bit about the episode. Day, what are your thoughts? Oh, my good feelings. This episode was so good because we're pretty much at the final. So everybody right. is itching. Okay, and mm. you can see it. Mm-hmm. The paranoia is out of control. Everybody's paranoid. Johnny is winning challenges. I mean, he looks scared, by the way. <laughs> yes, everybody is walking on eggshells because at this point they can taste that the the final is right there. Right, right, and 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 it's true. I forgot who said it in this episode, but they said the worst thing than getting eliminated the first week is getting eliminated the week before yeah. the final or like the last one. And that's true. Cause it's like, you've come, you've been through hell and back and you've come all that way to go home, which is wild. And we really see a fear in bananas yeah. at a certain point. Now we've heard on the back end, we talked about it a little bit on the podcast that bananas strategy may or may not have been for them to kind of lay low yeah. in the dailies in the early weeks. And then to really kind of like ratchet it up and like, you know, pull out all the stops towards the end. So now we see them winning dailies. Yeah. All of a sudden, they weren't doing that before. He seems to think that no one realizes he hasn't been thrown in. Meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, editors cut to every clip of everybody talking about the fact that he hasn't gone in. So, yeah, it's it's interesting to see that dynamic. What did you think about the daily they had to do? How do you think you would have done? I wouldn't have made it. I, I wouldn't have made it. Not with this anemia. I wouldn't have made it. Like, I'd have been sitting there like, if me and Josh really would have went through with this thing, oh, baby, it would have been bad. I, could, I couldn't have survived. You know, I don't know who my ride or die's male partner would be, honestly. Um, weirdly enough, the closest person, the person I'm closest to probably of the challenge guys would be Chet. That's weird. We not, we wouldn't have survived that. Um, so, yeah, I don't like cold water, but I'm pre- I feel like, which seems to be a Devon trend, I'm pretty good at strategizing mm-hmm. and memory. So I do feel like that part would have been good. I just, the cold water thing, not a and fan. And see, that's the thing. My memory is A1. 
But baby, you put me in that water and it's the cow right. jumped over the moon. I forgot. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was that was a lot. And evil. And like it looked like torture. Like who comes up with these things? I'm side-eyeing you, TJ. Right. Like, that just because it's already like cold-ish looking out there anyway. We see yeah. them in coats and layers. And then you got to be in that like maybe on a hot summer's day. But just seemed painful. But they managed to kill it. Tori and Devin, you know, just got up. They were like, oh, this ain't Timing. nothing. And, and just handled business like nobody's business did such a great job then we get down to the deliberation of it all just a lot a lot was going on in this episode who do you give your gold star of the week to and if you have a time out of the week who do you give that to as well you know what this particular episode surprisingly i don't have a time out person no, no one made me feel like really you need to go sit in the corner child nobody made me feel like that no one made me feel like that this particular hmm. episode and my gold star i have two people actually three but like one is like a not together. you don't give three. one is together okay so who are the three contenders and then tell us who the winner okay is. so like, tell, yeah oh first of all it's olivia and horacio as a package deal i give them my uh -huh. gold star just because they killed it this season they mm -hmm. killed it this season. And mm -hmm. when TJ told them that they were going to the final, the look on their faces after all that they had to go through, constantly being put in there and showing that, look, I can do this. I'm here to fight. I'm here to play. I'm here to win. And then finally getting the opportunity to compete with these heavy hitter challenge legends. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In a final, I think it's just the amazing rookie story for them. Now, this one is going to blow y'all mind, okay? <laughs> Y'all know I have, since I got baptized, <clears throat> since I've been delivered, <clears throat> I've developed <laughs> a soft spot for, I've become real sensitive and I don't really like it, but it's there, right? I've become really sensitive. <laughs> and so my gold star this week goes to Fessy. Here's why. You know what? Okay, please explain. <laughs> please explain your case. Here's why. When him and Mariah were eliminated, right? Mm-hmm. He says in his confessional, I couldn't have made it this far without her. Mm. Now, the when, when he said that and how he said it, the tone in his voice and just looking in his face, I felt that there was a sense of sincerity there. And I felt like he really got it at that point that he needed her. And she was the reason he got as far as he did. Even like saying he's so proud of her and calling her a champ and how he was hyping her mm. up. Devin is giving mm. me all the faces right now, y'all. But it really touched my little heart to hear him speak of her that way. Because it's like, finally, you know? And so he gets my gold star. Those three get my gold star this week. Speaking of touched, you <laughs> listeners, our, our challenge fam, y'all were really touched by a couple weeks episodes ago with Josh on there. I have never oh, seen more tweets, y'all better DMs, get up off my friends. beefs, Reddit posts. You guys really feel a type of way, get which up off is my just wild to me. It is absolutely wild. I can't say how many um, DMs I got. One was from Anuminum. I'm probably not saying that right, but who was happy that we... Uh, called out Josh. Uh, Cody LMFAOOOO on Instagram also was happy that we called out Josh. But there was just a lot going on in in that. So wow, you guys really feel a certain way about about Josh. Get up, that's off very interesting. My now um, look, I'm gonna let y'all and Davon handle that. You can go find her on Twitter. You sure can. Uh, now <laughs> we're gonna talk about my gold stars and my timeout. So for gold star, I'd have to say. Um, my nominees are Olivia and Horacio mm -hmm. because, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know that we've really seen this kind of showing of a rookie rookie pair in yeah. seasons, if yeah. not ever, like really just outstanding. And they come in 
still with an element of grace, which I think is really the bonus. Like, meaning they know they've been voted in. They know there's a lack of loyalty. But they don't come back with, like, a huge chip on their shoulder. They come in ready to suit up and play. And I think that's so good. I think that's really hard for any of us to do. So they are my nominees for um, Gold Star of the Week. Um, As well as Tori and Devin. I mean, they crushed it in the Daily Challenge. So good. I think ultimately, though, I'm going to give it – well, and one other nominee is Nani. Nani and her footwork, props to Bananas for making that elimination look easy. Nani for really getting it done, especially with all that she was going through with the loss of her mom. And then, you know, Casey being out of the game. That is a strong, strong woman. So all three of them, props to you guys, strong contenders. I think I'm going to have to give it to Olivia and Horacio, though, as my official GOAT stars. You guys, well-deserved. And then for my timeout of the week. Really? Okay. I have two nominees and one clear winner. One of my nominees is Fessy. Uh, We'll get into that momentarily. The other nominee is Devin for going back on his bromance with Bananas. Uh. Now, I understand why he would think (laughs) that he should throw on Bananas because Bananas really does pull some tricks out his sleeve when it comes to the final. So I understand why he's like, we can't let this man get to a final. But it just seems a little shady. But he because didn't if, do it. If what we're seeing is, you know, it just but still even talking about it that like that amount, if I were watching <laughs> it back, I might feel a type of way. But that's okay, because he didn't win the time out of the week. Fessel won the time oh, out of the week. And this man. is why. And kind of Mariah too, but mainly Fessel. And Mariah. This is why. Lord. Yes, yes, this is why. Because the lovey dovey thing that we see at the end, where he's like, <laughs> I never could have done it without her. Boy. You're lying. We know you're lying because we've seen your other interviews. And now we've seen what's been happening on social media also. And even Mariah being like, he's so great and wonderful. Like, I get he was standing right there. But you know you didn't like him anymore. Like, you know at that point, you already said he was being mean to you in the house. Like, both of y'all lack consistency. And for that reason, you need to go sit in the corner and think about what you've done. I rolled my eyes so hard. I almost got a headache when I watched that piece of them being like, oh, I and I couldn't have gotten this far without her. The perfect team. I'm so proud. But also let it be known. Put it on the record. Okay. Bessie keeps wanting to say after the show, right, that he brought Mariah on. That she owes him. That was also Josh's terrible, but argument. But it was his argument. That like he he created this opportunity for Mariah. However, Bessie out of his own mouth says, I wouldn't have gotten this far without you. So in my opinion, that cancels it out. Yeah. You can't keep holding over her head that you're the reason she's on the show when she's, she's the, reason the reason you're behind wouldn't cut in episode three. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. So therefore, you get to sit out, time out in the corner. I have no real feelings about it. I'm not passionate, if you can tell. Um I still think overall it was sweet. though. <laughs> just a mess. See, this is why she's friends with Josh. <laughs> this is why. Um now, um, <laughs> This episode, you guys, we've been waiting for it. We've we've had questions Ooh. all season for this person. Okay. We know she too elicits strong emotion from some of you. Uh Tori Elizabeth Ann. Woo. Okay. That's not her real middle name. First but of Tori her name. Deal <laughs> is the guest on today's episode. And let me just tell you this little thing about Tori. Okay. I know that in the past, she may not have always made the best challenge game moves and some people didn't like her for that some people you know may have thought she was manipulative or whatever but I've met a lot of people in my lifetime I've interviewed a lot of people in my lifetime and Tori is one of the most genuine people I have 
ever met. When I met her for the first time to do an interview, it was the first time I'd ever actually met her. We were doing an aftermath and we were talking about the reunion that was like coming up or something. Yeah. And she was like, you know, I think you're so great. She's like, I really would love it if you hosted the reunion. Like, I think, you know, me and a bunch of challengers think you should host the reunion. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. She's like, you know, you know, we were, I, I have the people that I've spoken to in the reunions in the past is what Tori was saying. She's like, let me get you in contact. That oh, was no, so right. sweet of her. We had only just met. And think of all the people you meet in your life who tell you things like I'm rooting for you or, oh, I want to help you out, but they then don't, don't do it. Tori pulled up her phone right then and there and said, let me send you this message. This is who you should at least try and talk to because I think you should do you should host the reunion. Oh, no, that's right. And that was just so sweet. She didn't have to do that. That is a genuine person yeah. that is a genuine person who's true and true and so I'm excited for those of you who haven't seen that side of it to get to see that side of it with her you know we ask the questions even though we love her yeah. we gonna be nosy yeah. so you know Devon and I ask her all the questions you've been wanting to know okay about the terrorist comment about where the relationship stands now about anything else that happened in the house regarding her and Jordan that we didn't see and she answers it all. She doesn't hold back. So this is going to be an episode to listen to, yes. bookmark it, listen to it over and over, clean the house to it, tell your friends, do whatever, but you're not going to want to miss it. So we're going to go to commercial break really quick, grab a snack, get nice and cozy and comfy, and get ready for this amazing interview with Tori Deal right after this. They say time waits for no one, and neither should payday. Challengers wait a whole season just to find out if they're going home with the gold and the paycheck. But for everyone else, the money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Earnin is designed to support you in the short term and long term. Access your own money on your own schedule and cover what counts. From a special night out with Bay to a last minute gift or an unexpected vet visit for your furry friend. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, -N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in MTV under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's MTV under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust Member FDIC. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I sort of want to start singing 
Miss America. Now that she's back, I don't wow. know why. I don't know. It's sort of like a, I forgot what the movie with Sandra Bullock is, but it sort of references that. But either way, Miss she, Congeniality. Yes, one of my favorites. Back. She is here. We have missed her so. We have done our best to keep her spirit alive. And yes, we have read the comments where y'all are like, "Where is Tori? She is here, you she guys. She just, she's booked and busy. Had a lot of things going on. She is still our co-host and sister in the podcast. But today. She ain't co-hosting nothing. She's being interviewed because she's in the hot seat. <laughs> Welcome, Tori. Oh, guys, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be back. I missed you guys so much. Thank you for holding it down. You guys have been doing an incredible job, no matter how fast you talk. <laughs> you have been absolutely, no, you guys have been crushing it, really. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm just happy to be back. Thank you Aww. so much. We are super excited to have you here, not just because we love you and you are our co-host, but also because, girl, there have been story, right day, storyline after storyline about Tori this season. Ugh. You are the it girl this season. The topic mm -hmm. of discussion is you. And honestly, <laughs> I'm glad you're here because there are a lot of questions that we have that only you can answer. Like, we were trying right. to pick Anissa, but she's not you. She's close to you, but she's not mm -hmm. you. We mm -hmm. can't pick Jordan. Where are you, Jordan? We can't pick him. <laughs> and so it's like there are only things that you can answer. And so I'm so glad to have you here so you can share your truth. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks for holding space for me. And uh, I know you guys are relentless, but also, <laughs> but, but, but also genuine. So I trust that this, this is going to be, you know, nice and relaxing. You know, our question, I don't know about relaxing, but hopefully by the end, our questions come from a genuinely good and nosy, nosy place. place. And so... <laughs> So it's really us just wanting to know, trying to ask what our listeners would ask. And, you know, I see the DMs from them. I know that they're yeah. curious, too. So excited to get into this episode. Also, this was a good episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. this was a really interesting episode. We will get into that. But first, can we Rewind. talk? So I think we're, we're going to, yeah, we're going to go back and forth. Just bear with us. We're going to bounce around because there is so much to talk about. I actually think since it's top of mind, let's get into the episode first. And then we will go back and ask you some questions about you and a certain someone who called you a terrorist. Okay. Oh, so God. now. So, talk, so. Oh, not that. <laughs> it, it, it was funny. I'm not going to laugh. I laugh, girl. I love you, but I laugh. That was actually hilarious as hell when he pulled that out. Um, but let's talk about this daily. First of all, congratulations on the win. Yes. But what exactly, like, what do you think was the hardest part? And what was you all's strategy yeah. for winning that? Yeah. So, you know, after we talked to everybody, obviously we won. And I'm not kidding. We probably won the whole thing within, like, three trips. And Ooh, it was really, it was real. Uh, no, it was, it was five trips. Okay. Because it was okay. the amount of sides. Okay. Let me explain this as complicated as it was to watch. It was even harder to understand and it's going to be even more difficult to try to explain it to you. But this is basically what we did. Mm -hmm. Each block, you saw three of them. Instead of trying to memorize one block at a time, we memorized mm. each side of a different block. So, oh. so we worked on the same sides every time, which made it yeah. less brilliant. Yeah, which made it less complicated brilliant. because you didn't. And that wasn't my strategy. I cannot. You guys just went around. It was Devin's strategy. Like he is, he is one of those people when he he's smart. He is that boy. So, good. He is so smart. That is like his best quality about being a challenger and like yeah. the thing that he gets overlooked for all the time. People think, oh, you know, all these accolades, all this strength, all this endurance. But when you have strategy, right. yeah, if it's locked in, you can't beat it. And he yeah, is the right. best strategist, in my opinion. 
Yeah. So good. That's actually so brilliant. Devon, do you think you would have thought of that? Like, that's actually because it would simplifies it because what we saw in the clip, right, where people getting confused, they'd be like, wait, this one's pointing which side and then this thing's pointing this side. And they seem to be thrown off by that. Day, do you think you would have thought of that in the moment? Girl, to, like, I wouldn't have made it past side. the water. Let's just dig into the ice, okay? Because that would have been my, I wouldn't have made it. My Josh would have been like, okay, so Devon, I'd have been like, what? Who? What pattern? What side? I'd have been like, Josh, why don't you just run both and like talk to yourself? Oh, that would have been funny I'm to watch. I'm not going to be able <laughs> to do it. Like, it, it looked like it was freezing cold. I do want to ask you, what was the temp- What was the weather like that day? Was it hot or was mm. it cold too? No, it was definitely, like, you see us every single night we're bundled up. During the day, it was a little bit warmer, but, like, it's, like, a pretty, it's, it's like, a fall day. And Ah. a lot of us were sick. Like, you can't really see it, but, like, I think I had really bad diarrhea that day. Like, there okay. No, I'm really sorry. (laughs) I'm telling you, every time I talk to Tori, it's a diarrhea conversation. Like, I'm so, I'm just, like, I don't know, man. Like, I was not, and I wasn't the only one. Like, there was something going around. We were not okay. Wow. So, um, yeah, to go in an ice bath, like, I think you hear me say it in my OTF. I'm like, you know, this is really not what anybody wanted to do today. But, you know, once that TJ blows that horn, you don't think you, you go. just go. So, yeah. did it, it help your diarrhea? Like, you know what? The wind did actually <laughs> did. The wind, yeah. the wind actually did. Yeah. I there was you in, go. I was feeling better. I like that. And how long were you guys, do you think you guys were actually sitting each time that you were submerged in the ice bath, like doing your new side? How long? Because obviously, because they can't play the whole thing in editing, it doesn't seem like you're sitting in the water that long. Yeah. But how long do you think you guys were actually in? I think less than 30 seconds. Okay. Oh. It depends. Okay. Like me and Devin were in and out. Like the communication. Right. We knew what we, he didn't have to explain to me what side we were working on because we had it all mapped out mm-hmm. immediately. So yeah. mm-hmm. I think that saved us time. But some people were definitely in there for at least a minute. Yeah. You can't create the blueprint in the ice water. You have to do it before yeah. you get to that point. And we could see a lot of people were in the water trying to strategize. And Bessie say, looked no. like he was chilling in that water. Bessie had his arms up like he was in a lazy boy chair <laughs> on the show. Nani and Bananas model. too. They were real comfortable in the water too. Yeah. 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 You know they look like they're forever. I know we're celebrating your win, but I do want to take a moment to honor our sister, Miss Anissa, because yeah. she won back to back. And I know that's your best friend. How did that feel seeing her with the back to back wins? Dude, incredible. Like, and you hear her have that opening conversation with Jordan talking about yeah. like she feels this is her redemption season. People count her out all the time. Mm-hmm. And when Jordan and her were talking and they said, I don't think there's any team that would want to see us down there on the sand. I firmly believe that. Anissa has Agreed. taken out champ over champ yeah. over like Casey is a champ. Amber was a champ. Like these are people that she's incredible competitors that she's won. Yeah. And Jordan is obviously, I mean, we already know he's one of the greatest. So yeah, yeah I think that they're an incredible team. I love I love that for her. I'm so happy for her. And me too. I love the communication between you and Devin. However, I do want to know, why is it that when he brought up the idea of throwing in bananas, you were hesitant. Why wasn't that a situation for you? Yeah, because, like, I get it. Bananas is a seven-time champ. Um, I'm also really close with Nani, and that didn't feel right to me. But also, aside from relationships, let's just talk about the mini final. Like, Devin and I were the second place team in the mini final. And we were so far behind Fessy and Mariah, like mm. so far, every other team we were like, okay, we could see them. We know where they are. We were at the last checkpoint 
and Fessy and Mariah were finished. So mm. if I'm just focusing on strategy alone and I want to win, then what am I talking about? Yeah, I get that. It seemed too like, do you really believe that because I feel like the editors were trying to psych us out. Also, shout out to the editors for a couple of the shady things that they did. Just got to do a rundown, which is great. I love seeing the evolution of the love story between Bananas and Devin. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, writing notes and laughing. It was like a 1970s <laughs> sitcom montage. I also loved the evolution of the titles of Wes on his call with Devin. <laughs> I, I believe... Back. You know, he was initially described as Banana's best friend ever, then Banana's life coach, and then at the end, they labeled him scumbag. So ah, just right. that was all throughout that call. Go back and rewatch it. But hilarious. Shout out to that. Love them. Um, but do you think when we saw you in Deliberation dressed like a, some, a power couple whose kid attended a wealthy private school? Um, I mean, you guys were giving straight mom and dad vibes. In a beautiful, I mean, the cheekbones so were popping. Love the hair. May ask you to do my wedding hair now. We'll talk about it later. Um, and Devin in a suit and a blazer. Amazing. But y'all definitely gave mom and dad vibes. But in that moment, did you really think that Devin was potentially going to turn on his now bestie or, you know, challenge Romance. lover bananas? Like, or was that just no, I kind of game? No, I think like, and like what? After everybody left the room in deliberation, we all, we sit there and we talk again, right? And I was genuine when I was like telling him, I feel like I, I don't know. I believe you every time you talk. So what time are you being honest? Like when, yeah. and, Interesting. and so I think that like he was probably processing it too. And so as he's, he's still figuring it out. In my mind, I'm thinking it's obvious we're going to go Fessy Mariah, but the fact that he's still calculating everything, I mean, that's just the way he plays the game. He really does want to, like, go down every possibility to decide what he thinks is going to be the best. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's he's one of those people when he talks, you just, like, I just believe him. And also, we totally looked like newscasters. <laughs> and literally before we even did our intro to, to – interview everybody we were acting like we did an entire fake newscast so oh, i'm just bummed <laughs> i'm bummed that they didn't put that in there i mean i'd say very stylish newscasters Thank if you. anything i think that was the the cheek glow was extra for newscasty yeah. um it's interesting you say that every time Devin talks you believe him and because you guys are really really close you guys yeah. share a duck together you co-parent sure um and you guys have expressed that you really are ride or die friends so is it that he's just constantly joking around? Like, because, you know, usually when people think of, like, besties, close friends, it's kind of like, sometimes they even say, like, almost like telepathy, right? Like, you know, kind of just, like, where their head is, what they're thinking. And it sounds like for you, even as close as you are with Devin, you're kind of forever, like, okay, what are you, what, wait, what, what is this move? Where are you being, yeah. are you joking? Are you being serious? So is it that he jokes around a lot? Is it that he changes his mind a lot? What do you think it is? No, I think that, like, he, I think, uh <laughs> like okay like what Wes said on the phone call I think Devin will do whatever is in his best interest right um and that's the way everybody should play the game so I don't fault anybody who's played it like that against me either because mm -hmm. you're playing for a lot of money um but I do think that like sometimes when he's trying to figure out what is the best scenario like he'll he'll put up ideas that like I would just never be okay with like I would not be okay with saying Nani's name 
And the fact that he genuinely was like, I want to take out bananas, potentially. I'm like, I have to now live out that scenario too. Right. It was, so I just, yeah, it took us a minute to like finally come to our groove. But um, I don't know if you want a little bit of tea. But oh, girl, hello. You know whose podcast is it? You know how we do things here. You're part of the family. Yes. All the tea. Our decision was made obviously based on performance alone, but it wasn't just that. If it came to our attention that if Fessy and Mariah were in power, they were going to say our name. And Mm. Olivia told us that because Olivia Mm. heard it from Mariah. So the whole thing kind of. Yeah. And I love Olivia. I don't mean to like throw like she played it a fantastic game. Like you're supposed yes, to absolutely. You're supposed to disclose certain information when it benefits you. If 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 you just met somebody, you just met somebody. If you've been friends with somebody for right. a long time, I don't know, maybe it's a little different. But when you're playing right. a game for the first time, in my opinion, this close, all bets are off. So right. yeah, right. she kind of made it easier for us to be like, okay. And we actually had a sit-down conversation, Devin, Fessy, Mariah, and I. And we talked to Fessy. We were like, we're going to throw you guys in because if you guys had power, you would throw us in. And they were like, I mean, like, they didn't say no. They didn't yeah, say, they didn't yeah. say yes. So I'm like, okay, so what are we talking about here? Ooh, like, Did Bananas dude. ever find out that his lover, I mean, he had two lovers in the house, obviously, Mariah and <laughs> Devin. I wonder if he was cooking breakfast for Devin, too. Oh, if Lord. not, Devin should definitely complain <laughs> about that. But um, did Bananas ever find out that Devin was really considering putting him in at any point? Or is that, is he going to find out? You know now. Now. <laughs> I, right. I think, he, I think he just found out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, I'm not sure. The whole plan, it was amazingly executed, right? It worked mm-hmm. out perfect, mm-hmm. right? You sent in mm-hmm. two big teams. With the situation with Anissa and Olivia, the conversations that they were having. I do want to know, because Devin is so calculated, and you guys are partners, and Anissa is your best friend, did you two Boy, have Devin. a hand in that? So actually, if Anissa pulled the dagger, she wasn't going to save Olivia. She was going to save Nani. Yeah. And what? Yeah, that's a fact, for sure. Did Olivia know that? I no. don't think so. At any point. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, Olivia came up to me, and, you know, she asked me, like, um, you know, we're going to save them. Like, you see this Horacio and Olivia conversation where Horacio's like, okay, well, you know, obviously it's Tori and Devin are going to want to save Anissa and Jordan. So if we say we're going to protect them, maybe we get them to tell Anissa and Jordan Which to is smart. Us, yeah. Which is yeah. totally smart. But I told Olivia straight up, I'm like, dude, you're competing against years of friendship. Like, right. it's just not going to happen. And so, yeah, I mean, Anissa and Jordan were going to save Nani and Bananas for sure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know. I mean, but I feel like Olivia would have forgiven her, though, for all those times she forgave Nelson. You know what? I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, she would, She seems very forgiving. I feel like she would have forgiven Anissa if it came down to that. But well, fortunately, Anissa didn't. Well, snuggling and rubbing her down, though. So, I mean, it's a difference. Well, for that, we saw. That we saw. Okay, we did see that tight lean-in. We saw a lean-in when they were out at the club, okay, and a slow face touch. And also, if you rewind it back, there was a moment that Anissa was posted up behind somebody's behind that was jiggling. Now, I couldn't fully identify whose behind it was. Was, but when I looked, it seemed like I sound like my father right now. I don't know why. It seemed like it was Olivia that was twerking on Anissa. So one could say that they too had a bond. I think it was but, me. Uh, on wait, it was you twerking? I think it was me. I like okay, vividly Tori. remember throwing it back and seeing Anissa's oh, face. Come on, throwing it back. <laughs> Not on, yes, we do need back. to make this podcast visual. All right. <laughs> Yes, we just throw it back now. I like oh. that. Throw that ass in a circle. Like a little um, back. <laughs> no, uh, 
<laughs> a lot going on. Just when I thought Horacio's hair was the sexiest thing about this show. No, it is Tori throwing it back on <laughs> Anissa. Although I will say Anissa has that effect on people. Like I feel yeah. like there is something about Anissa. We almost faux made out on free agents. They play like a two second glimpse of it. Thankfully, for my parents' sake, um, but she has she has like a vibe. She which does is have a just vibe. She does magnetic, which yeah. is so great. Okay, so now let's get to this elimination. Oh, brother! When you walk up and you see it, what are your thoughts? Elevator. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I I mean, you know, it's obviously climbing. It's high. There's ropes. Yeah. But um, yeah, I didn't realize, you know, that those. Um, beams that you use weren't yeah. actually going to be secured in and you kind of yeah. see me have that or you hear me have that realization like they slip out so easily so yeah I mean that could have been I don't even know how I would have done in that I think not it even, looked fun oh, initially it looked know, it I, lasted for like 45 minutes and see that's okay. what I was going to ask you see I like elimination challenges like that where you have to restart and do it again because I feel personally the more you do it the better you get yeah right with some people right because I don't think that was happening. <laughs> not with somebody. <laughs> Who are the people you're 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 specifying that it doesn't apply to, Dave? I wasn't really working with you, Fessy, and I didn't want to say it because everybody thinks we pick on Fessy, but that really wasn't working in his favor. Now, do you guys yeah. think it didn't work in his favor because he's stacked or his height or like what? What do you think worked against him? I think it was weight. I think just mm -hmm. strictly he is. And also you could see like bananas had moments where once it got to a certain point, bananas really had to depend on his yeah. flexibility and yeah. reach down. And like Fessy, once he got it to like rung four, yeah, like that lean back. I don't know. Right. I don't know if he had the hamstring flexibility for it or I don't even know what muscle it required. But and see, that's well, that being that crazy. tall, too, because that center of gravity for Fessy would be harder. Right. Because he is so tall yeah, that yeah. like it shifts. Whereas bananas, you know, when he told Nani, like, come here, jump up here. I'm thinking he, she ain't got to <laughs> jump that far. Like his center of gravity is lower. So that's probably an advantage, right? I would guess. I thought yeah. her technique, Nani's technique of rolling the pole up as opposed to trying to pull it and accidentally letting it slip was genius. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. yeah. Genius. Rolling it up, that was genius. Mm -hmm. And then let's acknowledge her foot catch of right? the ball. Because right? girl, girl. I was like, okay, Nani, I see you. She's so back, good. people. She's back. She's got yeah. some circus tricks over there. Yeah, I don't like, know what she and Casey be doing. She said but, she, oh, yeah, she like, yeah. knows how. Cheerleader. Okay. <laughs> I, I know she was pulling out the resume, talking about gymnast, you know, cheerleader, all state, best friends with Gabby Douglas, whatever. Like, she had it going. She ran her advantage. She said, put some respect on my name. <laughs> all right. Before we go any further, we got to pay our bills. So we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with even more tea after this. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. So proud of you for making it to the final. Thank I'm you. looking at the teams. Mm-hmm. It's stacked. Okay. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. do you feel about you and Devin up against these particular set mm-hmm. of people? Because these teams are stacked. Like usually you'll have some throwaways and we're like, oh, these people, they're layups. What you guys like Why you gotta talk layups. about me like that, Davon? Okay. Girl, <laughs> I'm a layup too, or at least <laughs> that's what's been said. Oh, but stop. it's stacked. So how do you yeah. how, how, mm-hmm. how are you feeling? Um, yeah, intimidated, but at the same time, I'm not alone. Like I'm with Devin and I'm, I compete the best when I'm with a partner. Well, pretty much just when I'm with him because he knows how to talk to me and he balances me out as a challenger. I'm not the person that's going up to a puzzle and like, I mean, sometimes I can, but it's not my best attribute to walk up to it Mm -hmm. and just know how to solve it. Devin's one of those people. And so with that being my biggest weakness, that being his biggest strength together, I just feel like, okay, you know what? If it's for us, it's for us. I want the win really bad. Does the win want me back? We're about to find out, you know? That's how I do. we want each other? I I love that. Is it mutual? Is it mutual? I I feel like that could be people's mottos for dating. Start asking yourself that. (laughs) I want this person really bad. Do they want me back? That's the question. Um, Yeah, no, that's that's a really good way to look at it. I also feel like this is one of the more recent seasons where you, you genuinely are rooting for everyone in this final you know like there is no love loss even from how they played the game this season because you know you can like people and not like how they played the game in that particular season or or whatever but in this season like all of you guys have been great great to watch and good yeah Yeah. and like good and fun to watch so um yeah who other than yourself who are you rooting for to come out number one Anissa. In this final. Yeah, I mean, Anissa. <laughs> it's not, you know, but then like a close second is Nani because she yeah. has been through everything with her mom and she's such a fighter and I was in the house mm-hmm. with her the entire time and um, obviously you root for somebody that's going through something and is still yeah. fighting an internal challenge and an external yeah. challenge and... Um, so yeah, and then also Olivia and Horacio have just had a killer yeah. season. Like, oh, yeah. and honestly, yeah. it, it's not up to me. It's whoever <laughs> whoever ends up winning at the end. Like they deserve it. Yeah, if they were to win, it would be like the icing on the top for their story of being rookies. Like it oh, would just be like such a perfect sure. ending for them, right? That would be so right. great for sure. For for any, I can honestly say, story purposes, and this is why I'm so attached to this season because I love a good story. Story wise. Mm-hmm. Any of you winning is like the perfect full circle moment. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. of you, any of the teams winning is like the perfect, like you've had a hell of a story yeah. this season. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Jordan and Anissa, hell of a story. Devin has kind of been in the, the background this season up until recently, you know, this mm-hmm. episode, he started to really like show out. And maybe that's a good thing. Danny, 
Challenge USA, we didn't really see him to the end. You know what I mean? Right. And so, you know, and just the whole Banani of it all, like everybody has a full circle Add that to the list of nicknames. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, you know... Anybody winning is going to be a huge smile on on the the viewers' faces. It, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's tough. I don't usually root for terrorists, but oh. in this case, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, I don't root for terrorists. Let me add that note for MTV. Um, but we are referencing the infamous moment yeah. that Poor Jordan Chad. called <laughs> Tori a terrorist, and then they had the audacity. Not sure if you know this, Tori, but to name the episode. <laughs> terrorist of love so so they paid they paid homage to you in that way but what were your thoughts we saw the facial expression but let's take it back what were your thoughts in that moment when you heard that come out of his mouth girl I just was I like was literally processing on the spot like I was in utter disbelief I could not comprehend what was happening I'm like right. there's no way because I didn't I personally did not think the conversation that I had with him like should have led up to this it felt yeah it felt like a sh- like a obviously it was a shot but it hurt like the shot hit and can you explain your position just to clarify because I feel like I kind of got where you were coming from when you were trying to get Jordan you know not to say Fessy but I know other people didn't seem to get that and yeah. felt like you were just leading with your emotions and wanted him to like be supportive of that. Can you clarify what was it that you were trying to accomplish and what it was that you said to Jordan yes. regarding voting for Fessy? Set the record straight. Sure. Well, thanks for giving me the space to do it because of course. Uh, I really want to. And <laughs> um, so if you go back to when we initially broke off into teams, it was that challenge where we were um, – basically hall brawling over the water, the one where Nani got really hurt. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. So yep. this was the first challenge right after the whole Norris and Jordan hookup, right? And I had just mm-hmm. blown up on Jordan a few days prior, and we really hadn't spoken. So my yep. team won that challenge. And so we were in power. And mm-hmm. Jordan's name was floating around, and people were like, are we going to take a shot? And I you know, mm-hmm. was thinking about it because I was like, you know what? Kind of fuck him. And then I was like, that's petty. We have such a long history. I would love to revive it. I'm in power right now. I can mm-hmm. hopefully use my relationships with people and like save him. Let me mm-hmm. try to make some leverage here. And so the deal mm-hmm. was I talked to Fassi on my team. I said, hey, listen, if we don't say Jordan's name this time and I get him to agree to not say your name, if they ever went on a guy's day, would you be down for that? And he's like, I'll play ball. Mm-hmm. I go to Jordan. Mm-hmm. I said, it was a deal. I said, do you want to play ball? And he said, I'll play ball. And so when the time came weeks later mm-hmm. and they did have power and I heard it was going around that Jordan was going to say Fessy's name. I was like, mm-hmm. let me just remind him of right. this mm-hmm. deal because I vouched for him. I'm over here trying to, in my opinion, this is just my side of the story, right? But like, right. I'm trying to make something salvageable out of our relationship. So right. when Jordan says, you're a terrorist, I don't like people who hang personal I don't like people who hang gameplay over personal relationships. I wanted to be mm-hmm. like, Jordan, we don't have a personal relationship. We don't Uh-oh. talk outside of the show. We yeah. don't. We haven't. We are in a point right now where we are either going to mend everything or we're going to debt it. Because mm-hmm. I can't do I don't want to be in this space with somebody. So right. obviously it was pretty extreme. Like looking back on it, I could have handled the entire thing with probably even more grace. But regardless but did you tell him did you explicitly tell him hey if you do vote for fessy 
we won't be friends again. I'll never talk no. to you again. I just said it was going to affect the way I felt about him. That's what I was trying to right. convey. And I think he kind of took that like, oh, you're saying that we're not going to be friends again. But maybe I misspoke in the moment. But mm-hmm. I didn't even do that. I just didn't clarify enough with it was just going to really hurt my feelings because everything what I just told you to me makes complete sense. Right. That you had vouched for him. It's a deal. Yeah. You were brokering a deal. It, you were the real estate agent between the buyer and the seller. The yeah. And both parties agreed. And then at the end, you were saying this is going to have blowback on me yeah. because I'm the one who said you would agree because you told me you would agree. Right. It yeah. had nothing to do with your romantic relationship. Nothing. Also, people yeah. saying like what I didn't like about that and. Look, y'all can come for me in the DMs about sticking up for Tori, but I, I stand on it. I said what I said in the words of NeNe Leaks, and I stand on it whenever I think whatever I personally see to be right in that moment. I, it, you know, Jordan trying to say like, oh, you can't manipulate personal relationships in the game. That is literally a part of the challenge, even uh. when you're doing so unintentionally. How many times have you heard us say on this podcast, Anissa and Tori are best friends. They also do the podcast together. They're not going to vote each other in yeah. regardless of if they think right. they're competition because they're best friends. Right. We are podcast sisters. If I ever went back, it won't happen. But if I ever did, I'd expect them yeah. to have a certain level of yeah. grace and not because yeah. we have relationships. So yeah. like, yeah, Foxy, you can't help. <laughs> that is a part of what it is. Unless Davon starts doing something crazy, then, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I like that. No, yeah, uh, though. Is that is that yeah, inc- inciting something? Because oh, I- she's definitely coming back, Tori. Uh, we talked about this two episodes ago. Really? She oh has God. said. You remember she too has much. Said, like- I do. I listen. I listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's coming back. Um. So. Yeah, just hopefully not with Josh as a partner because he got my DMs blown up from that interview. We'll talk about that. Anyway, um, so I so him trying to make it seem like it was just about you were being selfish or making it about you yeah. didn't sit right. In the with words me of anyway. in the words of Nellie T, he used me as the escaped goat. Not the escaped goat. <laughs> you know I can okay, Nelly. Wait for the record, for the record, I don't know if he actually said that. Somebody just said he said that once. So I He probably did. But I, I don't I don't he know. Should he should just make his own dictionary. I he should and then make your own and dictionary. then sell that merch, yep. Nelson. I'm gonna have to DM him about that. Sell the merch. Yep. Make it and then sell the merch. When he was on the podcast, he said it was a pivotal I lo- moment. A pivotal uh, moment. Him. I love him. I love dude. him so much. Uh, they need to make just like one of those plush teddy bears or something where you squeeze it and it says something and it would yeah, be one yes, of like yes. Nelson's phrases. A Nelly <laughs> slightly up. A scuba Nelly yes. T action figure. Yes, exactly. A Nellyism. Um, we want to cut though, Nelson, because this was our idea. Um, yeah, so I want more than a dollar. How else was, because a lot, I know it's been a while, we've moved past in the episodes, but um, a lot was happening regarding your relationship with Jordan in that house. It just seems super, super, yeah, super messy. What were some things we didn't get to see that played a role in the drama? Yeah. This is a really good question because there was actually a pivotal moment. Here we go. <laughs> in the beginning, actually, when Jordan and I, um, okay, right before him and Narice cuddle at movie mm-hmm. night, right. right before that happens. So Jordan was basically talking to people about how he feels on edge about Devin. This is when Devin and I were still partners. So I go up to Jordan in the kitchen and I'm like, hey, listen, like, can we all talk and get on the same page? And Jordan was eating and he didn't want to talk in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure I said something like, okay, well, we'll talk. Like, when, when you're ready, can we talk? 
But I think he heard me say, we need to talk right now. That's Uh-oh. not even, that's not even my character. I'm not even like mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. I, but he was basically like very shutting me out. Like, no, no. And I, so I got up from the table and I was like, you know what, Jordan, fine. Like, if you don't want to talk ever about this, then whatever. Anyway, he's got mm-hmm. a different side of the story, but whatever. You, you think what you want to think. So I walk away in the kitchen and he goes, fine, you want to talk right now? You want to talk right now? He goes out into the courtyard, starts Mm -hmm. screaming Devin's name at the top of his lungs. Devin! Devin! And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Devin runs out. He's like, is everything okay? Anissa runs out. She's like, what's going on? The four of us are in the kitchen. They're trying to de-escalate the situation because now it's just a full-blown screaming match between Jordan and I. And that was the start of Jordan and I not talking. So Mm. then three days go by. Jordan and I don't talk at all. And then I think like the next day, that's when we had like a movie night and you know, the Norris thing happened. So when the whole Norris thing happened, listen, like anything can be talked through. Jordan and I are great friends now. We, we've, we're not together, right? We can agree. Mm-hmm. We're, but at that point we had not even spoken. We mm-hmm. hadn't come to a, to a good, we hadn't had a good conversation about what is going on. Can we talk to each other in a healthy way? Every mm-hmm. time, every single time we talked, we both got to that point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what really blew it up. And that's why I think like the Nuri stuff was so emotional because it was also carrying around that first argument that never really got resolved. It just kind of right. led into the next situation. And then, then that's what ha- kept happening with us. Like we never had moments where we got to sit down and just yeah. like, and that, that actually comes out later too. So when, um, I'm about to choose between Horacio and Jordan on the name that I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm that split vote. Um, that day, I had a whole conversation with Jordan finally, and we literally bawled our eyes out to each other. And we were like, mm. "Can can we just stop doing this?" And he basically yeah. said to me, "He doesn't want to do it on camera." And I was like, "I totally understand. This is a really hard place to have these conversations, but unfortunately, right. we're here, right? And so we're either going to have them or we're not." And so we yeah. we did have a conversation that. That's finally what I think brought him to that point of saying sorry and apologizing oh, because mm-hmm. because I, because it was that was right before that. I walked up to that elimination bawling my eyes out because the conversation was literally yeah, yeah, I walked because that conversation that we had was literally 20 minutes before elimination before oh, we left for mm-hmm. elimination. So, he wasn't even in the right headspace for the elimination. I wasn't in the right headspace to be in the game. Like it was just mm-hmm. it was so much. Mm-hmm. With this emotional roller coaster that you two were on, um, I just want to go back to the Narice triangle of it all. On that particular episode where, you know, you vote her in, you were very adamant, this is not personal, this is not personal, this is not personal. I wouldn't blame you if it was. Yeah. I wouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now hearing your backstory of the emotional roller coaster that you and Jordan had been on and how she just kind of like, was a plus one to the party. Do you still stand on it was not personal or do you want to clarify that in any way? Yeah, I watch it back and and I think, you know, I really wanted to be bigger than my emotions in the moment and I wanted to be not petty. And even though strategically it still made sense to throw her in, it's like, yeah, a part of it, it a part of it did feel good to be like, you know what, like this game, it does come down to having good relationships with people. So yeah. I don't I don't have anything against her personally now. I really right. can genuinely say that. Like I'm thankful for this entire story because it's it's led me to a lot of healing and a lot of closure. But um yeah, I watched it back and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like why why am I trying to be so nice? Like 
You know, you were, I was in pain. I was sad. I was hurt. And I was just trying yeah. to be better than I actually felt in the moment. I have two questions for you on that. And one, I love a, just how introspective that you are. Yeah, um, thank you. That's something that we don't always see and certainly not from reality TV people. Yeah. Um, so I, I love that. My two questions for you. Um, one is only, only one is mildly petty. I think <laughs> one is our, Jordan and Narice still talking today. Mm. And by talking, I mean cupcaking. And by cupcaking, I mean, you know, watching, having movie nights. I, you know, I'll say this. Just wait for the reunion to find out all of Ooh. these answers because there's mm. a lot that comes out. Mm. Girl, mm -hmm. we watch the social like medias. I do. Social <laughs> medias with an S, okay? And we didn't see that woman all over Johnny, okay? I ain't seen her on Jordan, okay? Yeah. It's been yeah. on the social of the medias. I've seen it. <laughs> That's an interesting choice. Um, my other question is something actually that Davon has brought up before. Um, Davon just made a face. If you guys can see, the, like, think of all the memes you've ever seen of Davon and imagine that in this moment, that is the face she just made. I'm talking, child. What did um, I say today? What I say? <laughs> Davon sort of brought up this point, and I think there there may be something to it. And I just we've speculated a lot on it. So since you're here, I'd love to get your perspective on it. Do you think, because Jordan's smart. We Everybody knows Jordan's smart, right? Yeah. Like, Jordan's not only smart just, like, in the game, but Jordan's just smart, you know, uh, I'd say, like, people smart, right? Like, and perceptive and all those things. So when he was fighting you so hard in the house, particularly around, like, cupcaking with Norris, right? Like, oh, yeah. as an avid challenge watcher or even as someone who's been in those challenge houses, it's like... We know that the likelihood of any one of those relationships lasting. Now, of course, it happens, but the likelihood of it happening, of even it, it getting as serious as you and Jordan once were, it's just mm -hmm. like a very small percentage. Very, very, very small. So anytime you're risking some major like friendship or something that's just been built over time for something new, it's always a little side eye, right? Because it's like, is that really worth the risk? Yeah. You and Narice are likely not going to keep talking. So he was fighting hard on that. And so and I feel like Jordan's smarter than that. So then the question became, was Jordan sort of doing that out of spite because of you all's history? Maybe you and yeah. Fessy back in the day and some of those other things. What are your thoughts I think on so. that? I mean, truly, because, yeah, the way that Jordan was with me um, after, like, so obviously Jordan and I broke up. Fessy and I hang out months later. But I tell Jordan. He saw it on social media first, mm -hmm. right? So to, to, to be fair, too. it's not like I broke the news to him. I just called him and said, mm -hmm. just confirmed it i wanted to confirm i wanted him to hear it from me i felt and you guys had been, been broken, broken up, up. so yeah. this wasn't like some but yeah. still obviously he felt like you know i smeared it in his face um and i think that this was his response i do and gotcha. and i don't think i don't think that the situation like i don't think that he was like i'm gonna pick any random girl here and i'm gonna fucking yeah i mean and narice is beautiful like let's well, not yeah, i think it's just like the right the right environment the right situation it happened and he instead of him being like you know what i'm enough respect tori he was like why would i respect her she hasn't respected me fuck it that was mm -mm. right let me tell you like i told them Ooh. i said he told on himself when you two were going at it and you said, do you think it's easy for me to see my ex all over somebody? And he said, oh, now you see how it feels. Yeah. I said, oh, yep. this is on purpose. Yeah. Oh, he's mm -hmm. doing this on purpose. That that was the green light for me. Yeah. That's what made mm -hmm. me feel like, oh, this is intentional. Like, he, it, it's, it's spiteful. He's doing it on yeah. purpose. But I do mm -hmm. think there was a connection between him and her. But to parade it in your face, yeah. that was very much intentional. For sure. My opinion. 
Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Why would he respect me? You know, like he, he felt disrespected by me. So an eye for an eye, I think is kind of what was served up. Yeah. I mean, I love that you you, two are friends. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah. Tell us about the evolution of that a little bit without giving away any spoilers, but just when you guys, whenever you exit the show, um, well, I guess you're all going to the final now. So at the end of the show, like, how did this sort of reconciliation come to be? And exactly, you say you're great friends, but exactly what does that mean? Yeah. Like, what what does your relationship really look like now? Well, there's definitely a weight lifted off anybody when they make it to a final. Because the entire season, you're trying to politic and play to make sure you get to this point. And then when you get there, it's a whole different feeling. And mm-hmm. I think when you look around mm-hmm. at the people you're there with, if you worked with them, there's a different sense of gratitude. So thankfully, mm-hmm. being there with him, it helped to... Be like, okay, the game's over. We can breathe. Now we just got to play with our hearts yeah. out. And whoever wins it, basically we're racing our friends for a million right. dollars right now. And yeah. that's kind of the mindset. Um, but like the more intricate details of how we are, obviously will come out on the reunion too. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, the waterworks. Like I'm just grateful that we are where we are today. And um, I mean, dude, it like mm. I can't, I can't even believe it because I – I under I was under the impression Jordan was never going to come on another show if I was there. That's what he told me before mm. before we had like yeah. a year and a half or I don't even remember, dude. It's been so many years. But like you know when we actually did when yeah. we did break up, he was like, yeah, I'm never going to do a show with you. I don't want to give that storyline to them. So when I went on uh-huh. Ride or Dies, and then he pops up as like a special guest, I was like, no, f- how much money did this motherfucker get paid? Because yeah. right. there's no, he said he would never do this, you know. So. Obviously, it was it was the visit that I never wanted, but I definitely needed. Mm. So I'm thankful. Yeah, that's oh, good. We I should name the name. podcast this episode that they're not going to. But <laughs> I love that the visit I never wanted, but that I definitely needed. Um, okay, yeah. so it's heartwarming that we thank you for clearing that up. Now we want to get clarification on something else. You know how this yeah. goes. We have a game oh, for you because we love oh. games. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, love games. And especially for you this time, it's going to be Pictionary like on the Aftermath. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. It's not. Uh, they were terrible at that game. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go back and just look at the Challenge YouTube yeah. channel. They were always so terrible. Um, but we do have a game for you. Uh, we have three questions for you about your partner, a.k.a. Boy Devin. Um, since you say that you are ride or dies, now we're going to have you prove it. Oh, God. Devon, do you want to kick off the first question? Absolutely. So, number one, you and Devin both did Champs vs. Stars. Two, right? What was the charity that Devin was playing for on that season? Oh, my God. That This is cruel. I don't know. It must have been a really, really, really nice charity, though. I think, shit, uh, was it a beer charity? That's a good guess. <laughs> what is something else that Devin is in particular? He's oh. not... When, Even uh, keeled. Uh, uh, I think we're all he's in very... it. Me, you, and him. We're all Okay, in it. calm down. No, <laughs> no. Know. Speak for yourself. I don't know. Wait, is it when you can't read things in a certain order? I can read, Tori. <laughs> no. That's not. Yeah. No, but he, he, he has. He has. He has. I what is it read. called when, when you. When dyslexia. You, dyslexia. It's not is dyslexia. It a dyslexic charity? <laughs> No, it's when someone is Davon does fit into this category. Also, that's why there's so many memes but of Tori her facial expressions. Too. What is it? We get Y'all we, we get made very... fun of it on social media all the time. We're very hyper, but because we have a background of 
I have no idea. I don't. You guys are very dramatic. <laughs> dramatic. Very dramatic. Okay. So drama. And Devin's very, the yes, theater, the Tori. The theater. Regamos the <laughs> Community Theater. I didn't know that. Yes, uh, it makes sense now when you look at it though, because he is very dramatic. That's why he likes big moments. What? I had he's no like, idea that this, girl. I don't even know him. What kind? I clearly not. Clearly <gasps> was, not. That was such an unfair question. <laughs> Give me another. <laughs> she said, uh, "Beer." <laughs> I know, but that was a good guess. That was valid. That was, if you know Devin, the beer one is very valid. I realize, like, Devin and I, sometimes we can rub each other a little bit the wrong way. Mm. However, it was all mended, and I knew that there was a special bond there when, at the last Aftermath that we shot in studio, Devin had, I believe it was an additional cocktail that he, a margarita, and he was like, here, you want mine? And I was like, oh, he offered me a drink. That means and I know what that means to yeah. Devin. I know what that means to Devin. Means and from there, I have loved him since. Aww. All right, question number two, Tori. If you didn't get that first one, I am not hopeful Don't be. for you on this one. <laughs> Don't be. But we will try. All right, boy Devin spent 10 days doing what to prepare for spies, lies, and chicken fries? Or allies, but you know. Ten days doing something like straight. I don't know. Oh. I mean, Tori. I mean, was it running? <sighs> was it? You know what? Up until this point, you two were this. the most realistic ride and eyes to me. <laughs> okay, up until like, this point. <laughs> how am I? I cannot. To know this shit? I cannot. Okay, wait. Ten days doing. Oh my god, I feel like I vaguely remember this, but guys, these are years ago. He went on a silent retreat. Tori. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. <laughs> wow, I don't even. Is that a girl, period or a question mark? Even... It's a question mark. <laughs> doesn't even know. I'm so doesn't embarrassed. Oh my god. I cannot. You're gonna make me. So you're you're gonna zero for two. Okay. This is the one. Okay? okay. This is the one. I hope that they don't have this in the final. Can I just say I hope they don't have partner trivia in the final, Tori? Because then we already know the results. Shit, if that's man. the case, because you are not doing well. This is so bad. All right. Final question. <laughs> this is it? Okay. Devin worked as the sales manager of what in Massachusetts? <laughs> Tori Elizabeth Ann. If you oh, get this. Tori Elizabeth, not Tori Elizabeth Ann. <laughs> Elizabeth is my sister's middle name, and Ann's my mom. You really? Oh my god, work. You literally so, just tied in the whole family. There we go. Um. Okay. Shit. Fuck. Okay. Was it? Um. Was it? Um. A retail store. <sighs> was it? I, just help me out. Hence here. Tori. Can I phone Tori. a friend? Can I phone Tori? Him? Hold on. No. no, no you yeah, should know these things. I'm actually, okay, call him, put him on speaker. Call him, put him on speaker. Call. See if he answers. I want to see if. <laughs> Let's see if he gets it. Call him. I'm actually going to see if he even knows. <laughs> We're going to call him. <laughs> he better fucking answer. <laughs> oh, he's answering. Dave. Hey, you little freak, what's up? Hey, listen, what's I'm, on, up? I'm on the Challenge Podcast right now and I'm answering questions about you and I get to phone a friend. Wow. She's cheating right now, though. She's so, cheating right very now. Very much so. The answer, this would be very embarrassing if I didn't. Okay, <laughs> wait, you got this. Uh, Devin, what's the question again? All right, Devin, you worked as the sales manager of what in Massachusetts? Okay, well, first of all, executive... Vice President of Sales. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, put some respect on my name. And that would be New City Brewery. How the fuck would I know that? There we go. Okay. Good, Good job. Brewery, Good. I know. 
<laughs> okay, sorry. They also asked me <laughs> what challenge, what charity you wanted to dedicate your Champs for Stars 2 winnings to, and I said a beer charity. <laughs> <laughs> beer charity. Well, actually, I tried to do League Legends, but they weren't certified, so instead I did uh, Bragamos Community Theater <laughs> in New Haven, Connecticut. I got it right, actually, so that's good. You yeah. did not. Now you tell <laughs> me why. Bragamos Community Theater right? No, I didn't get it fucking right, and now everyone thinks that we're not friends. <laughs> this is trash. All right, well, I got to go. We're going to get back to the podcast. All right. Yes. Yeah, for the record, you got set up. Miss you already. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Worse. Terrible. It's all right, though. We still love you, even though you were literally zero for three. I think you've done the worst, Tori, out of everyone we've had the on worst. this season. The okay. worst. Hold on Because they even second. made me and Josh do it. But yes. Ours was coming. I want to show you why I'm actually real ride or dies with Devin. Okay. Okay. And obviously okay. I'm just going to have to post this on Instagram when this episode comes out, but this is why, and this is how you know that we don't are pull real up your social security Once card. I, oh, <clears throat> it's a book that I have and it says you've survived a hundred percent of your bad days. And it's a picture of Devin's face. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. Do Where's you have the like book, a book of all your friends? No, it's just, it's like a little chat books, picture book, but he's in it. So don't, oh, cute. don't That's tell me, cute. don't tell me that we're not, well, I know. Listen, I'm, I'm just taking We know that you're right. We see how you guys work, even if you know nothing about him. We see how you that guys work so well <laughs> on the episode or on the season. And it's so lovely to watch. Is there anything else? Because there's been so much that's happened and we've missed you yes. throughout the season. So glad you're here. Is there anything else before we go that you want to set the record straight on, clarify, or just, you know, give a little shout out. This is your moment. Take oh all gosh. the space. Well, honestly, I, I just am at peace with um, everybody who's watched this season with me and who's had my back. And I'm just really thankful because there's so many people who have given me the benefit of the doubt. And um, yeah, I mean, like, listen, I'm just thankful. I'm thankful it's over. And I can't wait for everybody yeah. to see the rest of it because as you saw in that you know, teaser. There's a lot of blood in the final. I know. There's a, a lot, lot of puke. Of so it's going to be brutal. It's a hundred yeah. hours long and it's like, it's, it's like the, the only way out is through and it was truly like the gates of hell and we had to go through it. So I'm thankful that it's over and um, yeah, it's, it's just been an, an insane season. So thank you guys for holding you know on what? the podcast. This season had the potential to be very, very messy because it was a lot of friends here this season, yeah. right? It had the potential yeah. to be very, very messy. I love that you walked away with your friendships still intact. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And Me rekindled too. a friendship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that for you. I think that's really, really cool. Literally. I think people are getting to see a different side. At least I hope. I mean, the dumb people yeah. won't necessarily. And it's kind of like what Harry said in his interview, which is like, if you can't realize this is what's happening, then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But I think for those who maybe misunderstood you and for maybe some of the less uh, desirable choices you made in past, 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 past years ago seasons, I'm hoping people get to see the real Tory, the Tory that we know, the Tory yeah. that I know. And, and <laughs> you know, I'll I'll say it again you are true and true like just such a genuine person so um yeah love that about you for those who are now tori elizabeth and fans <laughs> um and weren't following you before where can they find you on social media you guys can find me at tori underscore deal um but you know i'll be on this podcast every once in a while hopping on here with you guys thankfully and yeah i mean just stay tuned for the rest of the season and enjoy it Woo! i love it i love it 
Thank you so much for coming on, Tori. And we're so glad to have you back. Yes. Also, we are definitely looking forward to the rest of this season. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Seriously, you guys are incredible. And um, yeah, enjoy it. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. That was a hell of an interview. Yes. A great interview. I love that we got some tea. Yes. Hopefully it provided some clarity for people who were wondering about that whole was she kind of trying to manipulate with emotions thing? Hopefully you just feel like you came away knowing a little bit more. Yes. So good. For those of you who want to know a little bit more about my co-host. Ooh, that's Devon me. Rogers. Ooh. Yes, that is you. Where can Ooh. they find you? <laughs> you guys can find me in the Twitter streets at DayDayVon mm-hmm. underscore. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram Island at Devon Diane underscore. Devin, where can the people find you? You know she didn't say YouTube, but I feel like she said she was going to start the YouTube channel back. But I'm is it February, ma'am? Is it oh, February? Okay, no. It's not. It's not. Um, you can find me. You can go to my website, DevinSimone.com. That's D-E-V-Y-N-S-I-M-O-N-E.com. And there at the bottom, you'll see all my socials. You can find me actually on Amazon. Yes, I have an Amazon Ooh. channel. So if you go to Devin Simone and Amazon, just type that in. You'll find it or you'll find it on my website. You can find me on Instagram. That is Devin Simone. Devin with a Y, Simone with an I. And Twitter. I do respond and or mute people on Twitter. And that is also Devin Simone, Devin with a Y, Simone with an I as well. But just go to my website. It's easier to find everything. And shout out to the people who have DM'd us and left reviews. They've been so sweet. I just wanted yes. to give an extra shout out to, I think I mentioned it earlier, but Anuminum, uh, who is a listener. Thank you for the love. Cody S as well. Crystal Munio, thank you as well. All those that I didn't see, I try my best, but but keep tweeting and DMing. And if you liked this episode, rate, review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I want to shout out Supporting It, who said Devon is the whole package on the Apple oh. review. 
Um, let's see. Who else? Uh, Rad 1989 says, I love the mix of Tori, Anissa, Devin, and Devon, which is so great. Ashley B. Jones said, Devon and Devin are so good at this. Love that. So thank you guys so much for the love. Uh, yes. Miss Whirl said, Miss Tori, are you coming back? Yes, she is here. She is so back. thank you guys for the love. Make sure that you tell a friend, rate and review. And uh, Devon, who else should they tell besides just their friends? Is there anyone else? At this point, everybody should be able to sing along with me. Come on, Devin, you can do it mm-hmm. too. Here we go. Tell your mama, mama your daddy, your uncle. Tell everybody, Chad. We're going to work that it. out, okay? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Make sure you tell everybody about this podcast and catch new episodes of The Challenge, Ride or Dies, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on MTV. And then we will see you back here next week for a brand new episode, a really good one. We're getting to that final, y'all, of MTV's official Challenge Podcast, your number one podcast for Challenge Tea. Period. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.